Just kidding. Well, not really. This video or podcast, if you are listening to just the audio, is going to be a bit different from what I usually share, and that's because something happened to me that I could have never expected. In fact, I think it's something no one in the eating disorder recovery space expects because it is, at least I believe it is, supposed to be a space that's founded on trust, transparency, and most of all, honesty. The reason I believe so much in the power of lived experience as an eating disorder recovery coach myself is because lived experience allows us to connect with people on a deeper level and therefore create a foundation of trust. So when I discovered that the eating disorder recovery coach, Keandra Birnbaum, who you may know on social media as Flourish with Keandra, and also may have listened to her podcast, Recover to Flourish, copied my content word for word. I was nothing short of shocked. Before getting into the entire story, I do want to share why I'm sharing what I'm about to share. First off, I had really mixed feelings about creating this video. I believe love is the most powerful force and therefore am just not a huge fan of spreading negativity. However, there's no denying that as humans, negative experiences cannot always be avoided. In fact, they're certain to happen. But what I believe can turn a negative experience into a positive one is using the experience to contribute and to help others who may one day walk the path that I've walked. Furthermore, I, as is very common among autistic people, have an incredibly strong sense of righteousness. In fact, one of the chapters in my book, Rainbow Girl, is called Justice. For this reason, if someone did something and is perhaps still doing something that is A, morally incorrect, and B, may even be illegal, like it was in my case, pun not intended, it is my duty in this space to shed light on that. It is my duty to protect other people that may potentially come into contact with this person. Keeping the situation behind closed doors would be hiding the truth, and no one deserves to believe in a lie. So, with all that being said, strap yourself in, my friend. You're about to hear the in-depth story of how Keandra Birnbaum stole my content, pretended to be someone she wasn't, and quite literally committed a crime. So, let's dive right in. The story starts around two years ago on Instagram. I had posted a blog post about overcoming fear foods, for which I had also made an accompanying Instagram carousel post, something I still do today. As a matter of fact, it's also available as a podcast episode and a YouTube video, but that's not the point. So one day, I was scrolling Instagram and stumbled upon a post by Flourish with Keandra titled, How to Overcome Fear Foods in ED Recovery. I thought, hmm, that's funny. I literally made a post a few weeks ago with that exact same title. 
I mean, I know it's a common theme and I'm just kind of curious, you know? So I swiped through the slides, just curious what she had to say, um, what her perspective was on how to overcome fuel foods and ED recovery, because I know it's something a lot of coaches talk about. And as I'm swiping through the carousel, I just start swiping faster and faster because as it turns out, the content of that post was an exact copy of the content in my original post. So in an effort to resolve matters, I reached out to Keandra. I sent her a little DM and I pointed out that she copied my content and I asked, you know, that's great. I'm honored that, you know, you're inspired by my content. So could you just, you know, leave a little credit like this is Live Labels Freeze content? I mean, not much to ask, right? But instead, she deleted the post and replied to my DM with, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and I pretty much just let it go. But in the following years, I didn't see or hear anything else after that from Keandra. And I mean, I thought, you know, why should I? I totally forgot about it. I wasn't following her and I was very occupied with my own content creation and building my own business. But fast forward to two years later, I'm scrolling Instagram again and a Reels video pops up. It was one of those podcast snippets posted by someone who had interviewed Keandra on their podcast. In this Reels video, Keandra is talking about choosing your hard and you know it's picking your hard and i think hey i haven't seen her stuff in a while i wonder what she's up to so i click on her username in the caption well scratch that i attempt to click on her username but it leads me nowhere because at flourish with keandra is not clickable i think hmm that's weird so i type the username in the instagram search bar but what do I see? Yuzu does not exist. What does this mean? She blocked me. Okay, of course, my mind instantly asked the question, why would she block me? That's another classic autistic trait, needing to know the why behind everything. I didn't want to jump to any conclusions yet, but I just couldn't help myself from thinking there was something she didn't want me to know. So in an effort to solve this mystery, I go into total Sherlock Holmes mode and commit to an online investigation. First stop, her website. Clickety-click-clack, I type Flourish with Keandra into Google and end up on her website, flourishwithkeandra.com. She's got this nice flower theme going on, some pictures of her, and then I click on her services tab and navigate to her coaching page. It's at this very moment that my jaw just drops. In fact, I may have blinked a few times too many just to make sure I wasn't hallucinating. And now I'm going to share some screenshots. So if you're listening to just the audio of this podcast, you may want to come over to YouTube because you've got to see this. Okay, so on the left, you have my one-on-one -on -one coaching page, and on the right, you have hers. I don't even have to read this to you because, as you can see, her content is a word-for-word -word copy of mine. It is worth mentioning that you won't find 
this content on either of our websites anymore um, because I have since changed my content and she obviously has changed hers after the legal case, which I'm about to tell you in a moment. Um, but let's just keep scrolling, you know. Here you have a box about accountability and it says, I will guide you through your recovery journey and be your hand to hold when the going gets tough. Originally my words, and as you can see on Keandra's website, just copied word for freaking word. And next we have support. I have been through the ED recovery process myself and know how important it is to have someone who truly understands. Okay, fair enough. Um, but Keandra, do you also truly understand that it is illegal to copy someone's content? But this isn't even the craziest part. Let's have a look at her author bio, whereas by definition, a biography is about an individual, she somehow believed it was a good idea to also copy the about me section. Well, at least she replaced my name with her own. That would have been embarrassing for her. <laughs> but seriously, if you can't even write your own author bio... Who even are you and how can you feel confident enough to help other people find their authentic selves? The whole thing is just so flabbergasting to me and I honestly do not know how Keandra is able to live with herself while doing this. But that is still not all. Let's zoom in on one particular part later on in her bio that it appears she did write herself. On her website, it says, As a member of ACCPH, which stands for Accredited Counselors, Coaches, Psychotherapists, and Hypnotherapists, I adhere to their code of ethics, ensuring clients receive a high standard of professional therapy at all times. I always put my clients first, building appropriate relationships, here it comes, upholding personal moral qualities, and respect and committing to my own continued professional development. Well, I'm not sure what ACCPH would say about this, but copying another coach's website and then saying you uphold personal moral qualities and are committed to your own continued professional development seems a little misaligned. Okay, so I'm currently editing this video, and in the meantime, I've gone back and forth a bit to extract some more information that I needed from Keandra's website, and I discovered something else that seems quite misaligned. Even Keandra's testimonials are fake. I don't know about all of them, because I'm sure she has some real clients, but just check this out. In the testimonial section of her about page, you'll find a so-called testimonial from a so-called alley saying, not having diet rules anymore and just living my life eating whenever is actually more beneficial for me and I think about food less. Thank you for this. Seems legit enough, but then when you check out her coaching page, the exact same testimonial is suddenly written by a so-called Larissa. Um, something's not adding up here. Reading through her other testimonials and the claims these make, it's overly obvious Keandra wrote these herself, but because she didn't make any more name mistakes, I can't technically prove the legitimacy of the other testimonial, so I'm choosing not to go down that rabbit hole. Anyways, 
Kiandra does seem to have quite some awareness around the fact that social media is a lie. Just you who say it herself. Social media is often a lie. That's a snippet from the first five minutes of her TED Talk. And I couldn't agree with you more there, Kiandra. But then I do have to ask, why did you lie? I guess I'll never know the answer to that question because I have my own personal moral qualities that involve standing up for what's right. Speaking of which, I just couldn't live with myself if I didn't take action and do something about this. She had copied my work before and obviously she was still doing it, so I knew that if I didn't stop her, she'd likely keep going. Upon the advice of my friends and family, I hired a lawyer. I explained the situation to them, but didn't have to do much convincing as it was overly clear that she had infringed upon my copyright. So what are the next steps? I now needed to provide evidence that the text had indeed existed on my website before it existed on hers. To do this, I needed to go into the HTML of our website, which is basically all the coding on the back end. Me being the self-taught explorer I am, I did research on how to extract timestamps from when certain pages were published and modified, and because this does get a little technical, I'm going to be explaining again with screenshots. So here we have the backend of my website, livelabelfree.com. As you can see, my coaching page, that is the one Kiandra stole content from, as I was using a different hosting platform at the time, was last modified on August 30th, 2022. I was able to pinpoint this date by entering the string of numbers right here into www.epochconfoto.com. Because this long string of numbers is actually epoch time, so I obviously needed to convert it to real human time. Now, here we have the back end of flourishwithkiandra.com. This string of numbers right here indicates that her coaching page was first published on November 21st, 2022. Well, November obviously comes after August, so the proof is in the pudding, or should I say coding, that the content on my website existed before hers did. And considering the fact that she published the page in November 2022 and I discovered her coaching page with my content in August 2023 indicates that the stolen content was on her website for well over 10 months. I've said it before, but I'll say it again. I just don't understand how you can live with yourself, let alone present yourself as authentic for others when your business is built on a lie, especially in the eating disorder recovery space that requires trust and transparency at all times. I mean, that is not negotiable. Anyways, the lawyers had me send them all the proof and then they sent Kiandra a letter requesting her to sign a cease and desist form that stated she would remove the content. She would no longer copy my content and that she had to place a text on her website indicating that she infringed upon my copyright and she must cover damages that I incurred with needing to go through all this trouble in hiring a lawyer and claiming justice. Well, the good news is that she signed the letter, removed the copy text, and as you can see in this screenshot, she placed the following statement on her website for 30 days. Rectification regarding Live Label Free's copyright. 
We have posted a number of texts on our website, which were found to originate from LiveLabelFree.com. LiveLabelFree has raised objections as they believe we infringed upon their copyright. We have since removed these texts. Of course, she has since removed that text as well, because of course she doesn't want anyone seeing that she did this, but I thought, okay. In fact, hooray, I found justice. Even though she never even had the courtesy to reach out to me and apologize, she at least removed the copied content, and I believed we could leave this behind us. Well, not so fast. One of my followers noticed that she posted a podcast episode toward the end of 2023 with a certain title eerily similar to a podcast episode and blog post I released years ago. I'm thinking... She signed a form in which she pledged to no longer copy my content, so surely this podcast episode must be drastically different from what I shared. But I also thought, hey, I might as well check it out. The episode was only about 20 minutes, so I figured I'll play it at two times speed and within 10 minutes I'll know the facts. And I wish I could say that what I heard surprised me. Because sure enough, she gives tips and tricks on the subject matter, some of which are literally word for word the tips and tricks I give in my podcast episode and blog post on the same topic that, mind you, was posted years ago. So I'm thinking, oh gosh, here we go again. But since I didn't want to get lawyers involved again, because let's be honest, it's both monetarily costly and working with lawyers can be a pain in the ass, so I decided I'd send Keandra an email. This was going to be my first direct contact with her in over two and a half years since the first instance on Instagram, and of course because she decided to not apologize in the meantime. What's more is that she didn't only keep me blocked on her Flourish with Keandra Instagram account, but she also blocked me from her other Instagram accounts, um, her Recover to Flourish pod account. I mean, like I don't have friends and family members through which I can look at her content. Okay, I'm back with another edit. As it turns out, Keandra was conniving enough to think about this aspect, for when I asked my mom and sisters in our family WhatsApp group to send a screen recording of her Instagram so that I could display it in this video, we discovered she had blocked my entire family. And I just could not stop laughing at this point because this whole thing just became the biggest joke. Just read some of the replies of my sisters. Amelie says, What the actual brie, which is kind of an inside joke because she loves brie cheese. Then May says, This just got personal. I reply with, Niet de geloven, which is Dutch for unbelievable. And then May says again, don't pull family into this with a clown emoji. And then I send back a voice memo of me just totally losing it of laughter. And then May finally replies with, she's diehard, man. She even blocked my drawings. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I just can't. Like, why would you go through all the trouble to block my entire family? Anyways, let's get back to business. So I sent her an email saying, hey, you know, you signed a cease and desist, but regardless of that, 
we just had a whole legal case about you copying my content and somehow you feel it's morally correct to continue cherry picking my words? I had no idea what she was going to respond, let alone if she was going to respond, but luckily she did. However, instead of receiving a long overdue apology and seeking to resolve the matter, which it's worth mentioning would totally have prevented me from making this video in the first place, she once again pretended to have no idea what I was talking about and of course refused to remove the duplicated content. So we go back and forth a bit, me providing evidence once again, she continuing to deny it, whatever. What's most noteworthy is some of the claims she made in her email. Here are a few quotes directly from her. I hope we can find common ground and coexist peacefully. Let's find a path forward together. I genuinely value our professional relationship. And most surprisingly, regarding the previous issues, I sought to resolve matters so we could move forwards. Well, I don't know about you, but people who coexist peacefully, usually apologize when they have done something wrong, let alone illegal. And typically, individuals who have mutual respect and understanding for one another don't go blocking coaches in the same industry, not to mention blocking my entire family as well. And finally, seeking to resolve matters? Um, Kendra, you were legally forced to. Have you ever heard of putting your money where your mouth is? That is to say, aligning your actions with your statements? Once again, I pointed all of this out, and while I thought this couldn't get any worse, her next email totally gaslights me and makes the entire situation about her. Basically, this whole ordeal ended in her refusing to apologize, continuing to block me, and then Keandra saying, the whole situation had a detrimental impact on my mental health. <laughs> to be fair, I can totally see that, because it was a big deal. But your mental health? What about the mental health of the person you stole content from and used for your own business? I mean, not to make this about me, but that's going a little too far coming from the person that decided to illegally use my content nearly a year ago. Anyways, it was crystal clear Keandra was going to stand her ground, so I let it go. At least, I tried to. We were gonna keep this all behind closed doors so she could continue on her merry way presenting herself as someone she isn't. But then came the drop in the bucket and I had to make this video. And that was Keandra's recently launching what she calls career coaching. The headline on her website states, why spend years navigating the coaching world alone when you can accelerate your journey with the fellow coach and mentor who's been through it all? Let's tackle this together with Keandra by your side. Yeah, I guess why would you spend years navigating the coaching world alone when you can accelerate your journey by copying another coach in the industry? I mean, it is a lot faster to copy. You're definitely right about that. But what was that again you said in that Reels video? It's picking your heart. Okay, I'm sorry, but I just had to. Choose your heart? 
But I mean, seriously, I truly cannot fathom how you can go through an entire legal case about not being an authentic coach, claim to want to coexist peacefully while blocking and refusing to apologize, and then mere months later, launch a program to quote-unquote help coaches. Like, what's your plan here, Keandra, to show them how to copy content and then pray to not get caught? Now, I don't want to go on much longer, and if you want to work with Keandra or you want to support her, you do you. The goal of this video isn't to tell you what or what not to do, because you are your own person and you deserve autonomy and freedom and you possess the power to make your own choices. As I mentioned in the beginning, the only intention I have in making this video is to share the truth. To share my experience so that no one else has to experience something similar. This world can be a dark and deceitful place, and especially in the ED recovery community, it is critical that the darkness is brought to light and that people know what is going on behind closed doors. You are a unique person and no one can take your creativity or hope away from you. And if they try to, Fight for justice and fight for what is right, because in the end, love always wins. Thank you so much for listening to this whole story. If you want to make the eating disorder recovery community a safer space that is truly authentic, please consider reporting Keandra's Instagram account, sharing this video, and warning anyone you know who may be interested in working with Keandra. I genuinely want the world to be a more transparent place, and we can only create this together when we stop the people who are fighting for the opposite. I hope you'll follow your heart, and I'll talk to you in the next video. Bye-bye for now! One foot in front of the other And you'll see